Welcome everybody to the latest episode of the 1313 Podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. Oh, and I'm Tommy. And today we are joined by... Lucas Monster. Woohoo! Now, Lucas, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your channel? Well, um, I, of course, do the Star Wars The Black Series. I do news videos, reviews, a uh, ton of other videos, I guess. I do, like, top five, top ten lists, which, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun, and I love uh, collecting figures, and I love talking about it, so. Sweet. Glad to hear. All right. So, uh, how long have you been doing your channel for now? Ooh, so uh, I've probably been uploading videos now for about a year and a half, but I've been collecting for almost two years now. I, I just kind of uh, got into YouTube a little bit later, but yeah, it's definitely been a blast so far. That's really good to hear. Sweet. So like, what, 2019? Yeah. I think that's been a recurring theme with a lot of the people that uh, we talk to uh, is because myself end of 2019 and i know you guys around early 2020 mm -hmm. so yeah that that's kind of like a recurring theme i see and that seems to be when the black series really started to to take off or as we started calling it the whack series yeah. <laughs> just because of the amount of garbage we have to sift through with uh with with hasbro and how whack they are so so yeah we recorded today's well what will be monday's episode mm -hmm. uh and uh, we had a lot to say about the Black Series, and yeah. I, 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 in particular, was pretty upset about it. So I'm really excited to have a conversation about the Black Series today, just about Star mm -hmm. Wars in general. Mm -hmm. yes. um, so, uh, yeah, so, Jackson, do you have any... Sure, I mean, I guess, so specifically with your collection, I feel like uh, the end of 2019, like, when we kind of, like, entered in, I feel like that was kind of the prime year to enter the market, I would say just because a lot of the figures that we have in our collection behind us, we actually got, well, my dad got them, I should say, for like realistically 10 bucks or less most of the time, just because mm -hmm. not a lot of people were doing it. But I mean, we were able to greatly expand our collection. And now I feel like the market for a lot of the figures has gone up. I mean, like what has been a little bit of like, I guess your experience with it? Like, did you have to hunt a whole lot on like eBay or Mercari for a lot of your figs? Or did you just end up finding a ton in the store? Well, so at least when I first started, I kind of, like, wasn't into, like, everything, so I didn't know there's a whole lot of the older figures, but I know when I first started collecting Clone Troopers was one of the things I just wanted to get the most of, so I think one of the first figures I got, I think it's, like, the second review on the channel is uh, Clone Captain Rex, mm -hmm. and uh, I believe I got him for, like, $22 on Amazon. He was very cheap, uh, and now he's a ton of money, which is just hard to believe that... Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just didn't. I wouldn't. I never imagined his value going up so fast. And I know, just with my experience so far, pretty much all of the clone troopers do that. I know um, Fox. I got Fox at Barnes and Noble for like fifteen bucks on sale because nobody was buying him, mm -hmm. and uh, now he's what sixty, seventy dollars on the aftermarket as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, at least when I first started. M not a lot of people were collecting, so I was able to get most of the figures I wanted for pretty cheap. But now it's uh, definitely a lot harder. I, I've uh, n I've never really thought I would have to like get on and like pre-order the second it goes up, without uh, you know being able to miss out on the figure there. Mm -hmm. Exactly, I totally feel you on that, Fox, because I didn't start collecting in time for all that, and Fox is literally the only clone commander I am missing. But yes, 
no, yesterday actually, Tommy sent me a link and I was able to like talk some guy down to like a really decent price for a fox. And so that's going to be shipping soon. So I'm so happy to finally have that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely crazy to think that like peg warmers at exclusive stores like end up being so expensive because I remember in my local Barnes and Noble, like in our area, Mm -hmm. there was a whole shelf just full of commander foxes there were probably like 12 of them and then one day i walked into the store and they were all gone and i was like oh that's odd and then i ended up getting mine with a captain cardinal for like 40 bucks for the two figures Mm -hmm. but that was early this year i want to say like january or february but it's 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 really interesting how the market works with the black series um as far as like third party stuff goes what do you use because i use mercari probably the most predominantly because of how easy it is to contact like the sellers and stuff mm-hmm. um i've i've looked on mercari but it, most of the time when i'm on there i don't find a ton of super good deals yeah. uh so i i mainly use ebay really That's facts. and um i feel like i can find a lot of stuff cheaper on there and um obviously it, you could either buy it now or bid so i, I mm. tend to buy it now i don't do a lot of bids unless it's super like a valuable figure that's a decently low bid i guess you could say but yeah, I've also used uh, Facebook Marketplace a little bit, oh. but I feel like the problem with that is that's mostly in like a certain region. So mm-hmm. if not, you'd have to pay for like a pretty high shipping price mm-hmm. if it's not near you. Cause most of the time it's like, just pick up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally see what you mean with that as well. I mean, I'm the same way. I like to use eBay as well. The bidding for black series, I think is the absolute worst. It's awful. Dude, auctions are the most stressful thing ever. The last auction I did that I was like in and I won, it was um it was like a lot of figures. It was a bunch of archives. So it was Anakin, Scout Trooper, Bosk, IG88, and, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, it was like a whole ton of the good archive figures and I was I was really only trying to get the Anakin. Like <laughs> I was really and uh that last like minute I just, I just, something clicked in my brain. I was like, just keep putting up the bid. Just keep putting up the bid. And I did, <laughs> but I did for like, for, I think it was five or six figures for those. I like looking at how much they are individually. I still got a really good deal. Even with like my panic spam of just pushing up the bids as high as I possibly could. So the real question is, do you feel comfortable disclosing the price with us on the podcast today? Yeah, absolutely. Would you like me to share that number? Yeah. Yeah. What was it, Tom? I think it was like 180. Bro, that ain't worth (laughs) That's not terrible, though, considering Anakin goes for like 100 himself, though. Yeah, that's not terrible. Anakin goes for like 100 by himself. And I got four other figures, and Bosk goes for between 40 and 50 as Mm -hmm. the archive. Um, That Scout Trooper, for some reason, goes between 40 and 50. The IG-88 stays probably, like, between 30 and 40. And then I can't remember for the life of me what, like, that fifth figure was. Um, But I do remember being, like, once I tallied it all up, like, how Mm -hmm. much you could get for them individually, like, average market price, I was like, oh, I I actually got a pretty good deal for that. Mm -hmm. But still, I don't recommend for anyone listening or watching, don't spend $180 on old figures (laughs) because they'll probably get re-released at some point. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the truth. I think the auctions are like really, really weird sometimes because I know I was bidding on um, like the Order sixty six four pack two hundred twelve trooper. Man, and um, I think at the end of the bid, it ended up going for like one hundred fifty bucks. Whenever you could literally just go on eBay and you could buy it now for like eighty. Yeah, 
But the bid was still 150. I'm like, why are, why are you guys still bidding up? It's because they got that adrenaline rush. They're like, I need it! And I know, it's so real, that panic. Yeah. You get such a panic because you're like, I want to win! I want to win! Bro, it's special yeah. did you, the But what do you cents, win, though? What do you, you win? You win the figures. You win the figures. You but win that a, was also like, in a, in a I was in feeling. my... I, I don't know how you guys feel, but with the Black Series, you kind of go through like a phase. Like, where you just are just buying everything you see. And I was trying to flesh out my collection and kind of, like, catch up on all the older figures that I had missed that I wanted. And that was just part of that phase. I was like, this is it. I'm going to get all five of the figures no matter what. Yeah. I still feel like that's something I'm trying to do, too. I'm still trying to, like, catch up with, like, my own personal little collection. All the figures that, like, that are older than I missed and that I want. And then, like, obviously trying to look forward and get the other stuff ahead. But geez, dude, if you got that 66 pack though, that would be great. That you said, is... Did you say it was just the 212 trooper? It was, I, I didn't win the bid, but that was the one I was going for. Yeah, the 212. Uh, and it went for 150, just the one figure? Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. I thought you were talking about the whole pack was 150. No, it was, it was just the one figure, yeah. But hey, it's never coming to America at this point, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But here's my thing with that though, because I got a buddy who's in Canada. And so when I was originally trying to get it through EV Games, but I didn't have his permission to like send it to his house because I didn't want his parents to get upset about it. I needed, but I have it now. So if it comes back out for EV Games, I can get it and then get it shipped to the US. But on EV Games' site, it says the release date is going to be um, November 1st. So I feel like that's like a comfortable prediction of when it could come out in the US, considering you're laughing at me for some dumb reason. No, okay. Jacob touched my foot. <laughs> oh. it made me, it made me. Pardon. <laughs> But it's going to come, that wave with like Rex and Crosshair for Walmart was intentionally supposed to come out in October. So I feel like it could come out in October or November. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it just kind of sucks that it didn't go for pre-order and we're going to have to go to like 150 different Walgreens looking for it. But. We got like two in our area and they're both like absolute dog water. So, like so Lucas Monster, <laughs> tell me, how are the Walgreens in your area? Facts. They have any? absolutely nothing. Like, I, at least I see some people finding like Finns and Jin Arsos in the Walgreens, but I cannot find a single Black Series figure mm. in like the three Walgreens in my city. We have nothing but like Jin Arsos. The most impressive Walgreens I've ever seen oh, yeah. was when we were at the we went to the Outer Banks this summer mm -hmm. for the first time. That was really cool. But there was a Walgreens. I was like, let's stop at the Walgreens. I might have to two twelve figure just as a joke. And uh, we walk in there, and they had like Dark Side Ray, and I think they had Grief Cargo. Yeah, they did. Oh, really? Yeah, I was I was like, it's not a selection, but it's impressive from what I've seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, I know. Like a Walmart I went to, had like four cases of just the Moff Gideon, Grief Cargo, and um, the other third figure that's in that wave, uh, Quill, mm -hmm. and it was just like all of them were like for seventeen eighty nine at Walmart. And they had like four cases of just those figures, and it was so mm -hmm. frustrating. I'm like, because they would never restock those figures, just because all this, all the uh, uh, pegs were full with those. Mm -hmm. So they would nice. never restock new figures. Yeah. I mean, we that happened to us earlier this summer oh, yeah. when we were looking for this last common wave oh, with yeah. Tech and Costco Reeves and Zero and all those guys. Um, we. Uh, we're using uh, BrickSeek. Yes. And it said, we didn't know at the time about like, oh, if there's so many units at a given Walmart, that like that could mean 
they're, it's older figures. Yeah, because the Brickseat Black Series code is the same exact code. So, like, we, uh, there was, like, a, there was two different Walmarts that were, like, a little bit of a distance. And one of the Walmarts that was a distance got the entire wave. And that was actually one of the first um, posts that Yak put up of somebody finding the waves at the Walmart. So I reached out to the dude and I was like, hey, man, like, you got all the figures, I'm assuming, but, like, is there anything left? And he was like, yeah, man, there was, like, this and this. So I tried calling the Walmart to get it. Couldn't get it. So then I ended up going with these guys and my dad, and we drove an hour to this other Walmart because it said they had them in stock, and we'd go to this section, the entire shelf filled with grief cargas and quills. And we were like, gosh, dang it. And then the worst yeah. part was, is we're like, hey, do you have these in stock? This, uh, they were just supposed to have them. They're like, yep. let's go to the toy section. And we were like, oh, they did the exact same thing to me. It's the worst. Like, like, let's check the not toys. It? It's like, I checked there already. I wouldn't be asking you if I didn't. You're the brain-dead person working at Walmart. I'm the intellectual trying to acquire goods. <laughs> so have you guys found the new wave yet? Or Yes. Yeah, we did. We secured the whole wave a little while ago. We talked about it on the show a little bit as well because that was so absolutely painful. I had like a nightmare at, at yeah. my local Walmart trying to get that wave. And it was, it sucked because that was one where I was actually trying to get the entire, like, every unique figure in the wave. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there have been waves in the past where I'm like, I can skip out on a couple. Yeah. Um, like, like Dark Side Ray, I skipped out on that figure. But, um, this one, everything fit with what I collected. And so Mm -hmm. it was just, uh, it was just day in and day out of just employees lying to me and like I had to go through management like mm-hmm. I had to be that guy like I wasn't mean I was very polite with the management but I did explain to them like hey like your employees keep telling me to come back day after day at 6 a.m. when you guys open and I keep getting told to come back the next day or come back later <laughs> because the truck isn't unloaded yet mm-hmm. yeah. and then come to find out an employee had hidden the figures in the mm-hmm. back, in the corner of the room, mm-hmm. and it took a manager to go back there and find it, mm-hmm. which is insane. But it is, it's just the way it is, I guess. Either that or you wait for Hasbro Pulse to ship your pre-orders 17 months after everybody else gets oh, several so frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you do yeah, most I, of your pre-orders through Hasbro Pulse? I do all my pre-orders through Hasbro Pulse that God I can, bless you. which is <laughs> unfortunate. I need to go. I need to switch to Dorkside because they always Facts. ship first, but... Mm-hmm. I think I have both Wrecker and Tech pre-ordered from uh, Pulse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I had I have Costco still on pre-order just because when we went, we acquired the full wave for this collection behind me. So I was just like, I'll just wait for Pulse to eventually come out with Costco. So on like, on one hand, I was all like, I don't have to drive out to the other WalMarts in my area and try to find it. But on the other hand, we got the price hike, and I was like, no. <laughs> But yeah. it is what it is. So let's talk the price hike. Hmm. Luke this Monster, how are we feeling about that about that MSRP? I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. I don't think no. anybody yeah. is. I mean, I just think it's huge because like deluxe figures are going from what thirty to forty, which yep. is a huge, huge jump for imagine mm. Wrecker for forty bucks. That's oh, insane. Not worth it. Because I mean I yeah. feel like he's small enough to be a normal figure. Yes. And that's the thing, too, is that Yakface was already posting that, like, with California, like, uh, tax and whatever bullcrap, 
already at the Target in California, record was already forty dollars. So I did see to, that, yeah. That's going to go to $50 now for those Sucks fellas. to live in California. Sucks to live in Cali. Move to another state. <laughs> well, that means, like, even on the aftermarket, imagine how expensive, like, deluxe figures like that would exactly. be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. I have no worse. idea that the whole market could even shift upward a bit now, too. Yeah. Huh. Wouldn't surprise I know, um, I know I, I had a, a little bit of, like, a... A message argument with uh, out of the basement about it but i i somewhat blame uh the rise of minimum wage with it just a little bit i know i, I don't like to get political with stuff mm-hmm. but we don't i do either. kind of i do kind of blame the rise of minimum wage to do uh, with it just a little bit mm-hmm. see the biggest thing that because we talked about it on the show today and kind of complained about it but again oh, we like, complained about it oh we did oh, complain, we about complain. It. but <laughs> obviously we're not we the bean counters we're not the people in the suit so we don't know the whole situation right but my main gripe was that like okay this is going on with hasbro but it's literally only going on with mm. the black series which i guess i understand to an nope. extent because star wars has to be their largest grossing property but then mm-hmm. why aren't you doing it to marvel why aren't you doing it to everything else because everybody said expect it to happen but it hasn't quite yeah. happened yeah. it's because so. they know that they can get away with it with star wars products because we're, we're a bunch of we're gonna buy them anyway. that will buy anything <laughs> we're a bunch of clowns <laughs> but piling but out the car the thing <laughs> is too week. and i'm sure you'll agree is there's no comparable line price-wise, or, or the depth of the catalog of characters that the Black Series has. Mm-hmm. There, there just is nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the closest second in as far as catalog of characters goes, in my opinion, is Hot Toys, but those are hundreds and hundreds of dollars oh, per yeah, figure, for sure. and no they're way. a foot tall, you boy, know? No way, boy. <laughs> buy that. We got, we got, we got one, and that was a Christmas gift, and that's all we plan on getting. <laughs> I got bit by the sideshow bug. A little bit. I, I have my 501st clone coming in soon, and then mm-hmm. I have I have on pre-order that Boba Fett with Throne, because I'm just oh, so awesome. antsy to get anything Book of Boba Fett that I was, that was, that came up, and I was like, yep, that's mine. <laughs> You're, yes, sir. But, yeah, so, it's, but something that is nice about Book of Boba figures is, like, aren't they supposed to be releasing in the same wave that, um, Echo and Omega are going to come out in. So that's the... I think so, yeah. So that's a legend. But that would be so nice to get the figures before the property came out. I would feel like a Marvel Legends fan. I would be be spoiled. I mean, the Mandalorian (laughs) did that. You got the Mandalorian. (laughs) If you could find it. Well, that was only only the Mandalorian. That was only one figure, though. Well, well, there was off-world Jawa. Don't forget about off-world Shut Jawa. Up. Oh, nobody <laughs> cares. This man really just brought up off-world Jawa like it was an option. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one thing that I like about your videos is that you give a lot of theories and rumors on Black Series figures, um, and it really gets like it gets my brain going on on different figures coming out. So, um, I know we had talked about it on earlier yes. today, but. Mm. You know how the 20th anniversary for Attack of the Clones is coming out. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the figures that you want to see? And like, then after that, realistically, what do you think is going to happen for the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones? Um, what I want, I'd love to see a, um, a super battle droid. I think that's a necessity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any way that Hasbro can get through 2022 without releasing a super battle droid. I would... Drive over to Hasbro headquarters and slap them all across the face if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> With a 
Um, another figure that I don't think will happen, but I really, really want is um, like a C-3PO with the droid head. That'd be fun. That yeah. would actually be That'd a really be so funny cool. figure. That'd be easy to do. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's a two-pack. No. No. With the battle droid, too. And that would be cool, to... actually. No, but then, it, but then it'll be like, it's Mega Deluxe for $70. True. Uh, <laughs> I would still buy it. <laughs> and then... I'd also like to see a Geonosian, but I don't know yeah. how realistic that is. Mm-hmm. That would be cool, though. I, totally yeah, agree. a Geonosian would be dope. Um, my dream one that won't happen is Dexter Jetster. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. That would be my perfect. dream one that I don't think is going to happen is Jango Fett in his kind of like his blue top with a uh, young Boba Fett figure as well. As, like, that would a be figure. also really cool. That would be perfect because Jango Fett's my favorite character. But I... I'm really optimistic because I feel like for the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones and the 20th anniversary of Revenge of the Sith, this is Hasbro's time to shine to make clones. Like, oh, for sure. Just re-release the two, um, it's the Sergeant and the Captain clone that were in the blue box that we didn't get before. Just do that and, you know, maybe, maybe another one or two or something. I don't know. But it's just, they can't get away without doing a clone. I will be so upset if they don't. I mean, I feel like the very least they have to do is at least the plain white phase one. Mm -hmm. But watch the, the, you know they're going to go through the entire movie of Attack of the Clones without making a clone figure. (laughs) I could, I could see them doing it though. Mm -hmm. So what, what like do you see 2022 rolls around? And I think we're going to see like some of this at HasCon when they Mm -hmm. do a live stream, Um, Mm -hmm. which if that's on a weekday, I'm a college student. I'm probably going to be skipping classes that day so I can watch that live stream. <laughs> but anyway, um, what do you think realistically Hasbro is going to do for that anniversary? I think they're going to do um, the, like the three waves of five figures, kind of like they did with Empire Strikes Back. I mean, with the lack of um, movie that year. I mean, they didn't have a movie in 2020, but I feel like The Rise of Skywalker was still kind of end of 2019 there so i feel like it still kind of applies to um 2020 and i think with the lack of no major star wars movie coming out in 2022 uh i think they're going to go ahead and make the extra what 15 figures for that wave just to kind of fill pegs Mm -hmm. and i'm fine with that because attack the clones is awesome yeah yep so here's an idea that i brought up on the show that i feel like a lot of that would that is going to get some hate but what if, because I definitely feel like they might screw us over and only do a few little figures for this Attack of the Clones wave, but what if, to compensate for that, they did a store-exclusive wave? All right, I'm lost. I'm gone. Store-exclusive. They did a store-exclusive wave of Attack of the Clone figures so Bye. that we could get the figures we want. Well, see, they say that, but then they're just saying that as a stance for, we just need money. Okay. I feel it's, like it's inexcusable. the bare- the bare minimum they could do is they could do like they did this year with the Phantom Menace and do like four exclusive figures to like Best Buy or whatever mm-hmm. store and do what I guess would just be Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme, and Dooku would probably be the four figures. But. Yeah, that's what we were saying today. So they made a really big deal out of the fifth year anniversary of Rogue One and they did a bunch of repacks with yeah. Photo Reel and then they did a couple new figures. That were ex- they were exclusives, but then there's another common one coming out with the Jedi Patrol Trooper. Technically, as well, all the characters do have different outfits this time around. Though. Yes. So that's actually that's okay. And so my thought is maybe they'll do something similar next year, where they do a big wave and they announce it all at once, 
and a lot of it is repacks. Like, mm-hmm. Episode 2 Anakin, Episode 2 Obi-Wan, Dooku. you know, Kit Fisto, Count Dooku, Plo Koon, and then they jump in, and they're like, okay, yep, and here's a couple extra new figures, you know? Then, do you think they would do, like, the retro 2002 Attack the Clones card back, or do you think they just do the red Attack the Clones box? Hard to say, because that galaxy packaging does need fleshed out for Attack of the yes. Clones, and I think that because they were so eager to do it with Rogue One, um, I think that they probably will. I, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air for me. I right don't think now. that they will because it's the anniversary. But at the same time, I feel the only movies that do not have galaxy packaging, correct me if I'm wrong, is Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, and The Last Jedi. Those are the only ones that we don't have galaxy packages for. Phantom Menace does with Jar Jar. No, you're right. That's the one that I forgot. How does yeah. Revenge of the Sith not have a single galaxy package yet? That's facts. I feel it's like the color. Co- I feel like it has to be black. I don't know what other color you could do for that because like we have three different shades of red. You should do. That's you should true. do like um like a, almost a transparent blue, like the same color of our tears while watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> I um, as much as I'd like to say that I we we're gonna get new figures with this wave of the twentieth anniversary, I don't think we're going to because they had that opportunity to do new figures for the Phantom Menace when they did the Phantom Menace card backs. And they didn't take the opportunity at all. Yeah. I would have loved to see a Queen Amidala one with her giant big oh, dress. That so cool. I'd love to see Chancellor Palpatine figure. That would have been awesome. But instead, they just repacked all of them and just said, mm, but the box is different. You will buy now. So, <laughs> And I did. <laughs> <laughs> totally so, feel you. So I, I think with the Black Series, the community really likes to complain. And I feel like a lot of it's justified. A lot of the stuff that we have complaints about is justified. Um, but then I go home, and I look at my collection, and I I really adore the Black Series. We play with our toys. I Yeah, like, I really do feel like the complaining comes from a place of caring mm. rather than just... Because I want the Black Series to be great, and I want great figures coming from the Black Series. And I just get disappointed when we get just handed more repacks and repaints. Mm-hmm. Here's more carbonized figures. Here's more credit collection figures. Here's more, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same five yeah. figures over and over again. And, uh, but then I go home and I look at my collection and I look at what I have and I'm like, yep, this is why I collect action figures because exactly. I, I can look at this awesome collection. Like, I don't know um, how you organize your stuff or like if you just kind of have it all on one shelf. But for me... I have like multi-tiered shelves and um, I actually on my one shelf I have all of the characters from all the animated shows so it like if you look at it from left to right it's the Clone Wars into the Bad Batch into Rebels and then I have my singular resistance character Commander Pyre just sitting on the end there he's a good figure I like that figure actually my question is do you think we're gonna get any figures for Star Wars Visions to add to that animated shelf you don't think so? I hope so. I would That'd love be cool. to be some. But my fear is because it is a concept, I should say. I can't get both hands in for most of this crap, sorry. Concept, <laughs> and none of it is canon, that they won't waste their time and make figures. Well, they're doing the Tartakovsky series. But, yeah. I mean, although that isn't canon, that's really nostalgic for people because that was the start of the Clone Wars, and a lot of the crap in that influences the Clone Wars. I think that's cool, though. 
I would love to see Vision's uh, Black Series figures. I think that would be a really cool idea. I feel like that would be a really good way to just get the anime community into collecting Black Series as well. Facts. Just because everybody wants, like... Like, you don't even have to do them, like, as, like, a, like realistic. You could do them with a, a more animated art style for the figures. And Knowing Azra, they'd probably go realistic, though. They would, yeah. but I feel like it'd be really cool if they kept awake with the art styles and they just could, did something cartoony. It probably Even if it wasn't labeled as Black Series, if Hasbro made them, I would probably be like, give me, because I'm so I, I, I could Series. agree with that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about um, when we all pre-ordered pictures... For the Tartakovsky <laughs> figures. You guys don't even know how mad I was. <laughs> Tell us, Luke, Mr. I, I definitely, I definitely ranted about it in that news video, for sure. <laughs> but, um, I mean, Fordo is a clone. Everybody loves Fordo, so yeah. obviously you're going to pre-order him. Muscat. And Mace Windu is such a dope character in um, in the Clone Wars there that he's, he even has, like, the Clone Wars armor and everything. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I did miss that pre-order, pre-order but that's one I would have got. But Grievous is the one I had the most problem with. Yeah. And that's because we don't know if we're getting a brand new sculpt, if it's going to be just like a repaint or what. And I just could not pre-order an image of General Grievous and like not know exactly what I'm getting with him. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm most scared for as well. Because I would absolutely love it to be a new figure. One with legs that don't absolutely cripple under his own weight. One that is painted nicely, has a nice cape, has like... It would be nice to have the ability to do like multiple arms, either the two or the four, which would be cool. A place to put his lightsabers. But the likelihood of the situation is is that they're going to take their flimsy wire boy and they're just going to paint him white and say, here you go. Yeah, because that's the thing as well, is that it's like, it's allegedly supposed to come in the like vintage packaging for this. So it's like, if I bought all three just because I wanted it, so if the Grievous sucks, I'm just going to keep them in the package just so I have that vintage that is packaging true. still. Because, I mean, Ford and Mace coming right up to box, right on my shelf, bro. They're like, ain't no way. And I couldn't, I didn't have enough Keep money away, to bro. justify even like buying like a multiple of each to like have one in the box. Because that's what I have for the Clone Wars uh, Target Wave. I have an entire set in the box and out of box, except for Echo. That's going to come soon. But it, it, they're just cool figures, though. I mean, like, that's why I had to do it, because, like, that was my, like, Star Wars growing up. Like, with mm. the figures that I always got under the tree, you know, but... Yeah. That's what I got. Well, I mean, my biggest thing with General Grievous, though, is he's 25 bucks, where the original exactly. one was 30 mm-hmm. So are they just going to, like, cut down on, like, all the accessories? He's only going to have, like, two lightsabers? Or what? Because I, I just find it hard to believe Hasbro's going to repack the old figure with all the exact same accessories for cheaper. That's true. I didn't so, think of that. Because then it very well could be a new sculpt. Granted, I feel like two lightsabers, in a way, could be justifiable because that's what he has in the first disc for the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. Because, I mean, he has to kill everyone else and get them. So, I mean, like, I get it, I guess, but... The thing about Tartakovsky Grievous is he's almost like a transformer because like you in the in the second like the second volume I guess of of that show when um Roron Karab the Athorian Jedi is like they're outside and he's like making all the floor panels fly off he yeah. like puts himself into like a little almost a camtono he turns himself into with legs and he's just like making his way forward and he I don't know I feel like he looks like his legs are bulkier too. Mm. 
I wouldn't mind if they just did animated style in the six inch scale Fact. for that I would, figure. Yeah, for I sure. would love for that whole wave just to be the animated style, especially for the Mace Windu. I feel like he would look real goofy, yeah. and I feel like it'd be really funny. But um, Mace Windu's Grim Reaper head <laughs> <laughs> from Billy and Mandy. Yeah, from Billy and Mandy. <laughs> That'd be funny. But um, no, the, I feel like the only one that they really could get away with. Is for doing the animated style in that wave would be Grievous, and I feel like that yeah. would look amazing. And and hopefully, that's why they don't have the images out yet because these are going to be a lot more original than we think they are. Maybe. Especially the Grievous, that would be cool because they could definitely get away with Grievous being a little smaller if he was that bulkier Grievous, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know. And the Fordo, I'd love for him to have that super stylized Phase One helmet, which. I don't know. How much do you know about like the three and three quarter scale? Not a ton. I used to collect them when I was a kid. Okay, like the so, Revenge of the Sith wave, but not recently, no. Okay, yeah. So probably like 2014, 2015, there was a three and three quarter inch Captain Fordo figure. Yeah. And he came with accessories for you to be able to swap him out from his phase one look to his phase two look. So you could take mm -hmm. off his comma and give him that little bandolier with a little mini pauldron, mm -hmm. and you could switch his helmet. And so I would really, that's my one thing I would want Fordo to have, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think he'll just be phase one. Yeah. But we wouldn't know because I sold us photos instead of the actual figure. <laughs> and maybe yeah. they'll give us a 3D rendering. Oh, uh, nope. <laughs> I mean, Is like it, it was. it's like a nine-month pre-order. Like, why didn't they just move it up a little bit and then I feel like how to compete with targets collection yeah. con I feel like they really just said we just came up with this idea like a week ago we have <laughs> nothing but a picture That's here you true. go well, and we bought even it. for like the the Walmart con um silhouette they were like hey it's a stormtrooper for the silhouette and then not even a stormtrooper is revealed as a figure there yeah i know that was crazy because everybody yeah. thought it was going to be the mortar trooper because we've been asking mm -hmm. for that for a while or uh, it also kind of looked like a clone from the side, so it could have been an airborne trooper. And I was like, dude, that would be insane. But Yeah. It would be so easy to do an airborne trooper because they already have the helmet sculpt. It's, they have the whole just body. Just take the purge trooper. And oh, yeah. For yes, that is I mean, just it. throw throw the like the bly comma on the purge trooper body and you're set. And just dip it in white paint and I'd be happy. <laughs> I mean, it's such an easy custom, too. Oh, I feel like I just want to buy an extra Purge Trooper now to, to customize it. And the Purge Trooper Commander, I know his price is starting to go up again, but um, there was a minute where he got re-released. Um, yep, thank goodness. And he came with both blasters, just saying. So you could definitely, he came with the, both the DC-15s, so you could definitely do an Airborne Trooper custom from that. 100%. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's one of the figures why I, I, I just think it's, it's stupid that Hasbro hasn't made that yet. The amount of money they would get for it is just why oh, haven't sure. you done it? You have it's like you have the tools, just do it. So I'm assuming um, is is the prequel era your favorite era of Star Wars? I think my favorite's original trilogy, but mm -hmm. I think my favorite to like collect is prequel for sure. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, what's your? Because a big part of my collection is troopers. Same. I collect every unique trooper design from the First Order, the Empire, and the Republic. Um, so what is your like either top three or if you just know right off the bat your number one favorite trooper design in Star Wars? Uh, I'm I, I gotta go with the Arc Trooper. I just think it looks awesome. Fives yeah. is my favorite or. My favorite clone trooper, I guess. He's probably my second favorite character overall. Mm -hmm. 
but I just love like the Arc Trooper design. Any Arc Trooper they throw on the screen, I will buy <laughs> if they make it into a Black Series figure. It's just awesome. Mm-hmm. If you okay, so if he's your second favorite character, then who's your first? Boba Fett's my first because Boba Fett's oh, awesome. Nice. But okay. nice, that's nice. a classic though. I cannot blame you at all. I feel like we've mentioned our favorite characters on this show like what, like five times now. A million. Well, we've mentioned like... our favorite figures a lot, mm-hmm. but not really our favorite characters. Mm. I already said mine, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Captain Rex the most. Thrawn, Django. Mm-hmm. For me, it's for f- for figure or character. For both. character. Yeah, and oh, okay. both. Yeah, both. Thrawn and uh, Thrawn and Rex are tied for me because I love the Thrawn books. They're so good, and he's such a cool character. Have you? Do you do a lot of reading for Star Wars, or not really? Not a ton. I used to do it a lot. I I read through all the aftermath novels. Oh, oh nice. And then then I kind of just stopped. I don't know what happened. You should read all of the Thrawn books because <laughs> they are fantastic. They make. They make you... Seeing him in Rebels just so much better because then you understand him so much more and the reason why he's winning so much. It's just... It makes him so so cool. It's a lot... You have more of an understanding of why people go, but, but Thrawn, we lost our entire fleet and the Rebels have all of our information. Ah, yes, but we have... We have their artwork. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we have knowledge. So do you... Um, have you watched Rebels? I have. I love Rebels. Nice. I, yeah. I hate the people that hate on it without even watching Fast. it. Yep. Because it's such a good show. So mm-hmm. what about the Bad Batch, though? How are we feeling about the Bad Batch? I was super hyped at the uh, end of the first, or part one of the finale, and then the part two. Can I talk about part two? Is that Go right ahead. Yeah, we talked about it on the okay. show today. Then I just thought part two was a huge disappointment. Mm. Really? Why is that? So, I mean... They had a 30-minute episode of them trying to escape Kamino. You know, uh, Omega saves Crosshair, and Crosshair has zero character development throughout the entire episode. Like, he's just back at square one where he started at the beginning of the episode. And mm. I just feel like it was a waste of an episode because they barely even got off Kamino there. Like, we knew it was going to happen. It did not need to be, like, 30 minutes long, I feel like. And the most interesting part for me was at the very end there with uh, all, like, the commandos and... Uh, the Kaminoan Doctor. That was the most interesting part. Like, the least they could have done is gave Crosshair a little bit more character development, but he was just the, where he started at the beginning of the show. I think that finale would have been absolutely fine, and everybody would have loved it if we didn't know that there was going to be a season two. Because then there would have been tension with the episode, and then there could be the real possibility that they all die. And that could have been that could have been like a real fear throughout the entire episode, but because we knew that they all lived, um, it just it took the tension out of it. You didn't you knew that they were gonna be okay. And on your point of Crosshair, I think I think it's better that his character didn't change because we all expected him to change. That's what everybody was looking for. That's what everybody wanted. I think it's more interesting that he does stay the same. Because not only were we not expecting it, but it creates a new dynamic for the show, like where he's still gonna be out there. I'm gonna be honest. So, oh, go ahead. I'll say I agree with that because I like Crosshair's character as a bad guy way more mm-hmm. than as part of the Bad Batch. But I feel like that entire point of the episode was to build up like the relationship between Hunter and Crosshair, and I feel like it just didn't do that. So if they're not gonna do that in the episode, they at least should have made it a little bit more interesting than them trying to escape Camino and get absolutely nothing done the entire episode. But So, I guess, because um, you were talking about um, 
Crosshair being you were talking about because I'm trying to think of where I was, where I was going with that. Um, how his character stays the same, and how I thought it was interesting because he can move around well, now, and they still have a dynamic. Yes, yeah, so a yeah, so me watching the episode, I expected Crosshair to die in a redemption arc, as we see a lot in Star Wars, mm-hmm. or I expected Crosshair to like have like a cliffhanger ending where he like they you know the empire comes back for whatever reason and like crosshair gets like left or something like that and they leave him again i did not expect him to willingly stay for the empire mm-hmm. and i think that i think that the show catching me off guard like that made me like the episode a little bit more mm-hmm. um but also though like just personally i have i think i like star wars more when it's like characters just talking to each other than I do the big battles. Which is weird, because that's kind of out of the ordinary for a show called, you know, it's a franchise called Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am I get really into it when the characters are just talking. So I, I enjoyed it a lot more than some. But, uh, but what do you think about, like, the show as a whole? I think the show, the show, uh, the show is the whole... Uh, was actually really good. I really like mm-hmm. how it was kind of just like an extension of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was the Clone Wars, but with like a specific Bad Batch arc that's just really long. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. I mean, I love the Clone Wars vibes it gives off, and I love how you're seeing the uh, Republic slowly transform into the Empire, and how like right after Order sixty six, there all of the Republic's like morals and everything like that just kind of go straight to Empire, and I just love to see how the whole political side of that, I guess, changes from Republic to Empire, and it's just awesome with that. Even with the clone troopers kind of getting phased out and the stormtroopers slowly coming in, it's just awesome. What do you think of the stormtroopers' design for the show, how they use the concept art of the stormtroopers rather than going straight to Episode Four and Rebel Stormtroopers that we all know? I thought that was awesome. It's a huge uh, throwback to Ralph McQuarrie's art and... Mm -hmm. It's, it's awesome. I love they did that, and I really hope we get figures for it, too, because I yeah, really I love that say, armor. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for the Black Series yeah, figure. Um, yeah, Tops exclusive. Um, North oh. Pole exclusive figure. <laughs> <laughs> Only able to get it on Christmas if you've been good this year. <laughs> Rite Aid exclusive. Limited quantities. Limited quantities. <laughs> Only but, couldn't find it in the Gauss sticks in Korea. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that'll be cool. I, what do you think about uh, Nala Say? What do you think she's working on? I think it has something to do with uh, Palpatine's contingency plan and somehow cloning him somehow. Because, I mean, they needed the cloning technology for something. And mm-hmm. I think since it is Disney Star Wars, they're going to try to find a way to explain that a little bit better since a lot of people hate Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I definitely I, feel like for... Um, I forget the plan's name or whatever, but it's from the Battlefront Two campaign, essentially, where it's talking about, like, Palpatine has like set Operation oh, no. Cinder. I remember nope. that. I'm nope. literally thinking wrong. No, that's wrong. That's for when the Empire falls in Return of the Jedi, not the Republic. Sorry. No, nope. oh, okay. thinking way too far ahead. I just, I just had a very, a very lovely thought, which I would love. What if they're, what if they're taking her for cloning, so they could start beginning trials on cloning Force sensitives, and one of those first Force sensitives that they make. Star Killer and they make him canon. Not as powerful oh. as he is in Force Unleashed, but what if they brought him in as a character in Bad Batch? And you would need him... to die. 
Yeah. He would need to die. Yeah. <laughs> because he's... But how cool would that be? How cool would <laughs> that, that would be? be? Cool, but I feel like his character would be so underpowered if they're if he's fighting the Bad Batch. Like, they would have to so, like, just dampen his power so much. It just wouldn't be true Starkiller, I feel like. I feel like, but if we had Sam Witwer as Sam Witwer in, in Bad Batch voicing himself, I feel like I would... I, if we had canon Starkiller... Starkiller versus Maul? All I'm asking. Starkiller versus <laughs> Sam Witwer versus Sam Witwer? <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't have to... They, they'd only have to have, like, two actors with um, D. Bradley Baker yeah, and Sam Witwer. D. Bradley Whitmer. Baker and Sam Witwer are the only actors for the Bad Batch. There's, like, seven characters in the show, and it's only those two actors. <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally just thought of that, and that would make me so freaking happy. Because we grew up with uh, The Force Unleashed. Uh, we, we grew up with it on the Nintendo Wii, which I think is better than the Xbox 360 version. I'm going to catch, catch some hate for that. But, um, no, I absolutely... I love that game. I, I remember the, the first moment where I figured out that if I turn the nunchuck like this while using the force on somebody you could choke them and i lost my mind because i was like it's like you're actually choking them so i don't know it's force unleashed is such a good game and i have such a like connection to star killer as a character seeing him in canon would would very much make my year that'd be awesome hmm. so we're talking about like star wars like a broader scope now what's your favorite movie and what's your favorite tv show right now um, favorite movie has to be Empire Strikes Back. I mean, yeah. you just you just can't beat it. I feel like, um, and then favorite TV show is tough, but I feel like you gotta go with Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Rebels is good, but I think Clone Wars still beats it. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I've been saying for the longest time. Is I feel like Rebels and Clone Wars are in the same exact caliber of greatness, but Clone Wars beats Rebels every time, in my personal opinion, just because Clone Wars had the nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. If I had mm-hmm. Rebels first, then that would have been my favorite because mm-hmm. I'm in love with Rebels so much. It's such a good show. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I I know. Um, I'll say just about Rebels as a whole. I know some people are like, it's really bad at the beginning seasons, but it gets better as it goes on. But I beg to differ. I feel like the show is awesome throughout the, the entire seasons. Mm-hmm. I so enjoyed rewatching season one and two there on Disney Plus when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I feel like the entire show as a whole is just awesome i think where what makes oh sorry you can continue uh, sorry i kind of paused there but i mean i feel like whereas in clone wars there's some arcs that are really good some that are really bad where i feel like with rebels most of the show overall is just really really good mm-hmm. i was just gonna say that i feel like one of the nicer things about rebels is how creative it gets with its storytelling it doesn't stick with what the clone wars does where it's really just like conflict is war solution is winning a battle it goes into like like the between worlds arc where it's like it's something new in Star Wars that you've never seen before, and the fact that loath wolves have connections to the Force and how they act and how like they're binded to the like the planet and how they're like represented in artwork and how there's the portals and stuff, I I feel like that stuff is so creative and so unique to Rebels, I just it's one of those things that just lifts it in calibers just because it's it's the same Star Wars storytelling and it's the same universe. But it's something completely new that you've never seen before. But it's believable in what it is, and it's not a stretch for just trying to get something new for like a gimmick for the show. The Bendu. The Bendu. I'm the Bendu. Yeah. That's... I am in the middle. <laughs> Black Series Bendu. Black Series Haslab Bendu. I would get that. 
Make him the size of a storm cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if uh, if they included the Kanan with like the blind eye th- covering or whatever, I would probably buy it. And then they also have to include Thrawn saying, "What kind of Jedi delivery is this?" <laughs> Thrawn with his with his Bucket. imperial helmet on, with his full navy uniform. Jeez, mm. mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be cool. So, what about how do you feel about like vehicles? And kind of like the HasLab, I guess. Because I know a lot of people are excited for the Rancor. Me, personally, I'm not going to get it because it doesn't fit what I collect. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't really collect original trilogy other than um, the it, like Stormtroopers, like every Stormtrooper variant. Um, but, I don't know. The, the Rancor, I'm very happy for people who have been wanting a Rancor in the Black Series. Mm-hmm. However, I just wish that they would have done something like like Jacob brought up today, a Jedi Interceptor. Mm-hmm. That would have been dope. Mm-hmm. From like episode three. I was really thinking that they were going to do the Marauder since it was so close to the Bad Batch being released. I feel like Well, I mean, I just feel like the problem with that as a HasLab is for the price it's going to cost, the ship is going to be absolutely massive and there's just nowhere to put it. Like, you know how big the TIE Fighter is? It's going to be like twice yeah. the size of the TIE Fighter I and you're just okay not going to have anywhere to put it. I I bought the UCS Lego gunship without having a clue where I was going to put it. I didn't care. So it's it's sitting over there right now. But, um, uh, but I, feel, I, I mean, I feel like with a... I'm sorry. With I was a, just going to say... Jedi, oh, sorry. Let him speak. <laughs> I was say with the Jedi Interceptor, I feel like that's a small enough ship where I'd be around the price range of uh, like the what's it called, the Snowspeeder mm-hmm. that we got this year. So I feel like maybe with um, Attack the Clones, we could get the like first gen Jedi Interceptor or Jedi Starfighter there. That'd be Attack dope. the Clones. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That would be dope. And then sure. I would ask myself, where am I going to put this? Mm-hmm. Keep it in the box. But, I don't know. So what did you think about the HasLab announcement? Because it did get leaked. Um, I think I, I really liked how it was like leaked and how the designer kind of messed up there with how much uh, some of us just been hating on the Black Series with uh, how, like exclusives and everything. I mean, it kind of just feels good that they leaked it as like, uh, oh, you guys aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like that they did it because it, uh, just killed all the hype around it. Yeah. And definitely with the overall like Rancor as a whole as well. Um, I like the idea of a Rancor, but if it's just the Rancor, I don't know if I'd buy it. I hope it comes with more stuff along with it. Like the, um, I don't know what they called it, but like the different things you have to get the amount of supporters to like gain the next level. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I really hope it comes with several figures, but if it's just the Rancor, I don't know if I'd buy it or not. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I always, like, think about this. This is kind of, like, an interesting topic to get into. Let's say, like, you become in charge of, like, the creative department at Hasbro for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you would do to the Black Series line that you think would make things, make some, like, you know, a lot of people have complaints about the line. What are some of the things that you would do, like some ideas that you would have to like change the game a little bit? Um, I mean, I feel like my first thing was be fixing distribution. I mean, I feel like with the whole sequel trilogy waves kind of uh, crashing, 
like they did. They kind of cut down a lot of distribution and a lot of stores just stopped stocking them. And now with how popular the Black Series has gotten in the last year and year and a half, they just are still on that old level of distribution. They need to up it. And uh, I just feel like that's something we don't really get anymore. That's one of the first things I would do. And I feel like another thing I would do is I would try to focus on, I guess, fi figures that people would want the most rather than, you know, Dark Side Ray and figures like that, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, is a cool figure, and I'm, sur I'm sure some people like it. But I feel like right now the main Star Wars line is Clone Wars, at least for Black Series. And I know a lot of people love original trilogy, and I do as well. Same with Mandalorian and Bad Batch, and I'm going to buy them anyway. But I feel like uh, just the price on the aftermarket of some of these Clone Wars figures show how much people really want them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. I feel like slowly but surely they might or might not eventually realize how much of a like gold mine the Clone Wars and the uh, prequels are now just because the people who grew up with that are our age now and can spend money because they have jobs, you know? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. Yeah. Part of me thinks that they know exactly the fact that it's a gold mine, but I think they're trying to they're trying to treat the Clone Wars figures like the diamond market. They don't want to flood it with too much and devalue the figures and lose the hype over it. So they only release a little bit at a time, so that way they know that people are gonna buy it up. And then but they're just gonna make them exclusive to stores. So like we've gotten what this is the third Clone Wars wave now, and all of them are exclusive to either Walmart or Target. Yeah, pretty no. much, pretty much. But I mean, like we. We got the brand new like Clone Wars packaging and everything with the mm -hmm. yellow Galaxy packaging, and ninety five percent of that line is exclusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ain't nothing we can do about it. <laughs> nope. I mean, it's sad, but like you know, what are we gonna do? Stop buying it? I mean, <laughs> what am I gonna That's do? The problem. I'm not gonna buy your product, Hasbro anymore. I mean, it was a really like, good point when we talked with Skywalker Hendricks. He brought it up in a way that I it was really I thought it was really well put. Like, what are we gonna do? stop buying the products like unless you really want to put your foot down and boycott hasbro like no but at that point you're just giving more like other people more opportunity for pre-orders if you do mm -hmm. that you know yeah like it's not going to go anywhere the market is growing it's not like it's going to happen mm. i think one yeah. thing that i would do though if i was in the creative department on the topic of the clone wars is i think it'd be really really cool if the black series did something where either once a month or like once every other month they released one or two clones from the Clone Wars. Because the easy thing about clones is it's just repaints. Exactly. And other than maybe a couple minor accessories being different here and there, or, like, paint apps being a little bit more intricate on, like, some of the officers, um, you can really just... Same exact mold. Just give them a removable head. And, like, a lot of them are either bald or they have the regular haircut, you know? Yeah. So just give them some paint apps. And uh, either every month or every other month... Just kind of throw out a couple clones and be like, oh, hey, here's Commander Doom and Captain Keeley. Or, you know what I mean? Oh, here's Phase 1 Jesse and, you know, Phase 2 Hardcase. You know, I think that that would really keep, like Jackson, or Jacob said it, right? Um, about, like, oversaturating the yeah, market. Yeah. yeah, it would keep the market from oversaturating. But you're also getting a, you'd be really quickly fleshing out your catalog of clone troopers. Yeah. I think that would be dope. I feel like if I had any reign over what Hasbro would do, I feel like I would incorporate more fan votes into it. Because yeah. when you give the fans a voice on something that they're going to buy, they appreciate it more. Kind of like how 
I know, they got the minifigures wrong, but every, we voiced our opinion and we wanted the UCS gunship and we got it. So I feel like more people were prone to buy it then because it, it, it okay, had sure. some attachment to it. It's like, this is its product because we did this. So I feel like if people had that opportunity with Black Series and they could vote on like the most obscure figures they wanted, and if they had enough support for it, then that figure got made, I feel like that'd be... I feel like that'd be a really good uh, step and a good direction for them to go into. So that way they would be making, uh, like, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Figures that aren't like super, they're not Luke Skywalker. They're not like main characters. They're like side characters that are in the background for like two seconds. And that way you wouldn't have to be like, oh, it has to be a store exclusive for these figures to get made. You would know which figures the fans directly want at one, like at a point in time. And you can only do it like once a year really, but... I still feel like it'd be a really good idea. Yeah. I know with uh, the last uh, Vintage Collection vote, that one really surprised me. You had uh, the Republic Trooper, Starkiller, and Ahsoka all in the same vote, and neither Ahsoka or Starkiller won. Like, that blows my mind with how popular those characters are and now how expensive I know Ahsoka's figure is on the aftermarket. That one's like $700 right now, which is absolutely insane. Like... How did the Republic Trooper one? I know people love the old Republic, and I do too. Yeah. But I just feel like Starkiller and Ahsoka are just much more mainstream characters. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong. There's already a, yes, there already is a three and three quarter Starkiller, and there already is that Ahsoka that you mentioned. The Republic Trooper has never been done before. I think it no, it's from it's like a from the vault thing. So they're taking it as an existing figure. And well, it's not even coming it. out till like, 2022? The only reason why I think Ahsoka didn't win is because they that? previously released, the, the at the beginning of the year, the Season 7 Ahsoka figure. I agree. And I could agree with that. I, yeah. I got that one, and I'm still waiting on that. But, um... No, I feel like that's the only reason why she didn't win, because people were like, we just got an Ahsoka, and it's fresh in our mind. And I feel like the battle was really between Starkiller and that trooper. And then the, uh, the trooper won because it's a troop builder. You can have multiple of him and be like, that I'm is true. With this. Rather than just getting only one Starkiller. So I feel like that's why he won the vote. Okay, there is one that exists already. I looked it up. And it's like 300 on Mercari. Ouch, my wallet. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Not buying that, though. So do you collect just the Black Series or do you dabble in some other things? Because I myself, like, I dabble in, like, Funkos a little bit. I get some Legos. I just bought that UCS gunship. And, like, mm-hmm. I get, like, you know, some cool things here and there. Like, if I see a hat, you know, a Star Wars hat. I have a lot of Star Wars t-shirts. So yes. I got a lot of hats. So, like, what do you do? You just just do the Black Series or what? Uh, I dabble in Marvel Legends. I get ma- mainly the, mainly the like, MCU characters with, um, mm-hmm. I know I've been wanting to try to get all of the Iron Men. Iron Men, Iron Man. It doesn't matter. But, and also all of the Captain Americas as well because yeah. they're both awesome characters. But as well, like, for the comic side of Marvel Legends, I just haven't really got into it. And uh, I also do get Funko Pops here and there, but they're mainly the Office Pops because I love the Office. Right, not right. not a ton of Star Wars. Okay, that's, that's cool. That's awesome to have like different things that you collect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as the Marvel Legends go, are you caught up on like all the TV shows? Because I myself, I have not seen any of Loki, and I missed the first episode of What If. Because Loki my, is so good. But yeah. I missed it. I missed it because I work two jobs. I work two and jobs so, and I'm not gonna make time to watch one thirty minute <laughs> episode. <laughs> All I'm saying is when you get home tonight, 
screw your brother's birthday party. You should go, you should go <laughs> and watch some Loki. Because that is probably my favorite Marvel show that has come out out of like WandaVision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think that show is like Marvel perfection, and I love it. I love WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think uh, the first episode of What If was also really, really good. Uh, like I said, I'm a huge Captain America fan, and seeing like the whole... Uh, I guess yeah. variation of the yeah. first Avenger there was so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that, like, I I couldn't help but thinking, what if they did something like that with Star Wars? That would be so I know, cool. Yeah, that's what we were saying. What if for Star Wars, like, what if, like, all these key events, like, what if mm-hmm. Ahsoka went with Maul or Ray joined Kai? What if Anakin didn't turn? <laughs> I, I saw one exactly. that was like, what if Padme turned to the dark side with Anakin? I was like, oh, that would be so cool. That would be so cool, yeah. <laughs> um, So, I guess kind of going back to, like, I, I brought up working two jobs, and I guess that correlates with, like, money. Um, what? I'm joking. I wasn't going to bring it. Okay. Uh, so the, the big thing about the price hike with the black series is, and this is what I touched on earlier today for our video. that's going up later, but I really have to like consider if I should keep collecting the black series because uh, I don't know about you, but like all three of us are college students. So I have like stuff that I have to pay for. You know, I have car insurance I have to pay for. I have, like, a phone bill I have to pay for. Like, I have things that I need to pay for on top of me doing this hobby that is collecting. And so with these constant price hikes, because everything just got bumped up a few months ago from nineteen ninety nine to twenty two ninety nine, and then exclusives got marked up to twenty six forty nine. It's been nothing but exclusives. And, again, yeah, if the, if the exclusives just keep raining down like they've been... I can't do 30 bucks a figure, you know? So, like, how do you feel about that? Like, how do you, what do you think is going to happen to the to the community? Because more and more, between the constant exclusives and the constant price hikes, I see so many people just going, that's it, it sucks, but, like, I can't keep collecting the Black Series. I, yeah. I can't financially keep up with it, you know? Mm. So how do you feel about that? I just think uh, people are still going to collect the figures that they really, really want. Like, yeah. Boba Fett's still going to sell out because he's Boba Fett. Same with Clone Wars figures, but I think you're going to see a lot more figures start to peg warm. Like, obviously, a $17 Moff Gideon is a cool figure, and like, if uh, you don't have Moff Gideon, that's a pretty good deal. But if he's a $30 Moff Gideon, a lot more people might pass up on him, and that applies for any, I guess, uh, figure that's not super popular. So imagine, like, you know, the whole archive wave with uh, Hoth, Luke, and Han that are peg warming. Those for 30 bucks would just be absolutely insane same with some of the 40th anniversary uh empire strikes back figures i love empire strikes back but some of those like han leia's luke's that are just so like you see them every single store those are going to be even i guess peg warming even harder and i feel like all raising the price does is encourage that Mm -hmm. i definitely agree i mean it's like the biggest issue too is it's like sure you got to try to buy figures that you missed out on in the past blah 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 but it's like with a lot of these pre-orders too, it's so constant and it's literally the fear of missing out because if you don't pre-order the figure or secure it in a way or even just buy it when it comes out and you have that patience and you wait and you just skip it entirely, you are going to have to pay the new market price for that, whether that's $100, whether that's 40 or 50 you know? You're like, you gotta, you gotta take the L. If you don't buy the figure, 
like when it is coming out and you miss out on it, you know? So, I mean, I feel like that's going to be a huge issue too. I mean, although the prices are going to go up, people are going to have to figure out a way to just make up the money. Mm. Yeah. So crap. And that is a good point. People are going to continue to buy the figures that they, they really want to buy. And, and I think that maybe that's something that I need to do is mm-hmm. kind of reevaluate what I collect. Exactly. And if I can't keep up with it financially, I need to kind of cut back and pick mm-hmm. like, you know, the things that I really want to collect. Because mm-hmm. um, that's yeah. how my collection works too. I will not buy a figure unless I could imagine myself putting it on my like shelf that I have or like my other displays and like playing with it and messing around and be like, I really enjoy having this specific figure. Although this figure is my favorite. I really like this figure too because I like to play with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So if it's like, I can't, if I'm not going to buy like a filler random character, like if mm-hmm. I really don't feel like it, you know? Like if I don't want to play with it and enjoy the character, I won't get it. Mm-hmm. That's how I am yeah. because my main collecting is because we have this main conglomerate collection. Yes. But what my main thing is, I collect Lego. But for Black Series, if it's, like, an absolute, like, favorite character, then I snag it. So, like, I grabbed um, the Bad Batch Rex figure because I didn't get any of the other Rex figures from Jacob myself. also really loves um, Jackson Rabbit. You know, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob really, really loves... Jacob has all the comics. He has a signed where, copy. Where did of this come comic. from? <laughs> Jacob loves Jackson Rabbit. Oh, yeah. This came out of nowhere. <laughs> He's probably looking at the figure out there. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, that's, that's such you a guys, odd figure. If you guys have ever watched my fi- my videos, you know how much I hate the Jackson figure. That's oh, why yeah. I brought it up. That's but why it's, I brought but it up. But it's such a good figure. I don't know what you're talking about. Want <laughs> <laughs> know what be easy? Want know it be easy, though, for a Visions figure? Is that Bunny Girl, if they just took the Jackson Stop. Rabbit sculpt and repainted it. No. Yeah, that would be that so would cool. It. That would be so hot, bro. What? What? <laughs> Whoa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ain't no way you just <laughs> Let's pause, let's rewind, let's reevaluate the situation, let's move on. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so... <laughs> so, There's like... No recovering from that, Jackson. <laughs> so, uh... What were we just talking about? I was talking about how I, o- I only get my favorite Black Series yes, figures. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And how I only... I got Rex and how I'm going to get my own uh, Bad Batch Echo because he's my favorite member of the Bad Batch. And then... If I can't get over that text and I'm sorry. But what the heck was that? Just move on. So, I thought it'd be funny and then don't really think I'm serious, bro. But, um... <laughs> So, no, the one I missed out on that I wish I could get a figure from my own collection is a 332nd Trooper, but I'll probably be able to just to snag him for a billion dollars down um, the line. So. How do you feel about clone bodies, like, for Black Series figures? Because I, I have my own opinions about them, but I do want to hear what you have to say about them. Honestly, I know, I know a lot of people hate the new clone body, but I really, really like it. I think, unless if you're putting him in a kneeling pose, the the knee pad on the top of like the thigh rather on the bottom of the leg is not a huge problem and I don't really pose mine in kneeling poses so uh, and then the whole like elbow strap that pinches and might break off I've never had that happen and I don't really I guess pinch it too much I don't like constantly move it back and forth trying to pinch it so unless if you're constantly moving it that might be the only way it'll break but even so it's still like attached to the back of the, the arm there so even if it breaks it's not going to fall off 
And I just think the sculpt is so much better. It has the pinless look and so much better articulation. Yeah, I can't even stand like holding some of those uh, original clone body figures and can't even get it into a natural like weapon holding pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did see your video on the fixing the fox legs, and that's like my biggest issue with like specifically fox and wolf, just because like their legs are literally like going inwards. Like, mm -hmm. and it makes them, I don't know how to freaking describe it, but it's just so mm -hmm. awkward. Like, you have a person standing and their legs are, like, bent inwards like a ballerina almost. And it's like, bro, that's not the way these fellas stand. Fix it. <laughs> Probably it, the it looks worst. Weird. The worst one is the Commander Cody, like, archive. We just got that. Yeah. And I was so excited to take him out and pose him. And I moved the leg and it didn't budge. And it just kind of, like, went back to where it was. And I literally sat there and I went... Oh, <laughs> I was so disappointed because it's it's a statue. <laughs> you can't move them. Um, well, I know. Oh, go ahead. I got my. Uh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you a question. So yeah, you go. Okay, so I know I got my archive Cody. I was so hyped for this figure because um I was just been watching him for months on on eBay for like over a hundred bucks, mm -hmm. and I finally got the archive figure. And the whole top of the helmet was not painted. Like, there's Ooh, no gray stripes. It's all white. No way. Do you have it? I do. I can get it out of the case here. Can you show us, please? <laughs> <laughs> I have to move my light, but... That's okay. Dude, that's oh, everything awful. in the case just fell over. But oh, that's just how, no. that just how it be sometimes. That happens way too much. That's my only regret with getting detolfs. Is that uh, everything falls over? But those are the ones from IKEA. The figure right? has zero what? paint. What? He's bald. On the top of the bro. Head. Yeah. What? It looks really weird. Look at the top of his head. Uh, <laughs> oh my! That's crazy. That's awful. It's like and now I haven't been able to get a second one to like replace it. So I'm just oh. stuck with the. Ouch! Did you get it? Did you the see Cody the with the... came back on Dark Side? Not the Pruder. They were available on Dark Side. I saw that, but I didn't get it in time to actually oh, get it. Did you try to get uh, out of the basements when they were tr doing that giveaway? I did. I was in the I was in the the, the wheel, wheel of, of doom death. for quite a while. Oh. And then they mentioned our name, and then we got cut out. <laughs> they called one of us Dylan. They called me Dylan. So that's the big running joke. That's why we say Dylan on the show all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, well, out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> All good, but yeah, that sucks. I know uh, the archive is supposed to have like a re-release wave later this year with mm. I think Cody, uh, the five hundred first. Yeah, maybe mm. the Tuscan Raider and the Death Trooper are supposed to be in it. That sounds about right. If I'm correct, it's, I don't have it on me. But it's yeah. a pretty good repack wave. They're definitely gonna flood the market with five hundred one figures, and that is okay. It is an Perfectly essential army thing. builder. It is a favorite battalion, so mm. it's perfectly fine to do that. I'm really intrigued. To see if they might sit on the shelf for a little bit, but I don't know. I hope so, but I know it's not going to happen. That's like nice. if I find more than one five hundred first trooper in a store, I'm going to buy them all. Yeah, <laughs> that that's kind of like what I did when um at Walmart when the Clone Wars figures were coming out. I remember I was checking my Walmart because I was like, I know they're not going to have them, but they might. And I rounded the corner and I saw the display, and all I saw was a three thirty second. And I sprinted to the display and I grabbed all of them, held them in my arms, and I called everybody. I was, I knew I was like, "Do you need one?" I have it in my arms. So like, that's I feel like I would react the same way if I saw a five hundred first trooper anywhere. That's uh when you were talking about your your action figures falling down, I I feel your pain because at my apartment, um, when I'm at school. 
Um, I have all my figures on my shelves, and I at the time I was sharing a room with one of my roommates, and yeah. it was so sad because throughout the semester it probably happened like six or seven times. I would be at work and I would come home, and he would be sitting in the front room, and he would go, "Tom, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry," and I would know right <laughs> away, and I'd be like, "What happened now?" And I would walk into my room. And I don't understand how he would do it because, like, his stuff was on one side and my stuff would be on the other side of the room. And he just, some for some reason, would need to be over there and he would bump everything. But And he always felt so bad. And, like, I guess I don't mind it. Like, once I start actually putting all the figures back up, it's like, oh, I can, like, repose this guy and I can, like, you know, mess around with this one. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, seeing them all on the ground. It's mm-hmm. like, or hearing that sound. Have yeah. you ever, like changed a pose and then you walk away and you're like you know, a couple rooms over and you just hear the dominoes and you're like <sighs> yeah <laughs> the worst thing for our collection is over on this side we have a snow speeder hanging and no matter how we hang it it always figures out a way to fall if somebody bumps it and then it just it creates a massive avalanche of like <laughs> yeah. 30 figures and it's always awful <laughs> like I remember, no, 100% I remember last time it happened we 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 put it back up and we set up all the fix figures and literally 30 seconds later it fell again and knocked them all over again i was so mad but yeah that's that's our avalanche yeah but the avalanches i, I like i said it's nice to pose them but it's just yeah. I, for me like when they fall i have to like set aside a time of the day that I can just sit and pose my figures, you know? That's what I like to do. I mean, it's like if my stuff falls, I won't fix it until I have a time in the day to do it. And then, like, I'll listen to music, you know, I'll play with them a little bit, put them back up how they're supposed to. But it's like, I already, I had to pack every single figure away on my display in a plastic baggie so that mm-hmm. uh, I could ship them off for college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, do you have anything that you wanted to touch on before we kind of wrap it up um not really i think it's all you guys i have a couple rapid fire questions um first what's your favorite black series figure out of your collection right now echo echo he's awesome echo he's really awesome echo's awesome and i know why because it's the arc trooper Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that's pretty much why but i'm also just a huge five fives fan like i said Mm -hmm. and he's the closest thing we'll have two of fives until we actually get one which i'm just dying for one in 2022 so please in 2022 but until then echo will have to do mm-hmm. yeah and uh another one would be what is your number one figure that you want to see in the black series i think i already answered that but yeah, five. yeah. <laughs> i thought maybe it might be um, something else but yeah five i, was just okay. <laughs> I guess <laughs> i guess if that doesn't count um i would probably go with like Delta Squad, just because Delta Squad is awesome. I know that's man. more than one figure, but still, good Delta Squad is awesome. And I feel like that's also like the gaming grade sign is just a gold mine with how nostalgic those early two thousands uh, Star Wars games are. Mm-hmm. Hasbro is sitting on a gold mine, and they're only releasing like the Shadow Stormtrooper and Stormtrooper Commander when they yeah. should be releasing Star Killer and Delta Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess my last question is like. What is your end goal for the Black Series? Like, what would you need to see from the Black Series to be like, 
satisfied with your collection if the line ended? Like, what would what would it be to feel like your collection's complete? That's a tough question. I feel like I get it a lot, and I just don't know how to answer it most of the time. But I feel like kind of like the vintage collection where they have all the main characters and then all the background characters and random characters that are like from one comic that you'll <laughs> never see again. I just like, I know that's a lot to ask for, but I want them to have everything, <laughs> I guess. Hey man, I'm that's right there good. with you. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, this has been another edition of Have a Chat with Lucas Monster. Right now we're about to pull up Lucas Monster's YouTube channel. Um, so right... You have to change the tab from this one. Yeah. Technical difficulties. No, on. so go back. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got it. There, there oh, it's go. right you there. Click. All right. And you click share. <laughs> so here we have here we Lucas go. Monsters YouTube channel. Love the banner, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very, very Thank sick. You. That's your personal collection. Yeah. That's dope. Cause I'm still, I still, uh, I have that Bly on pre-order right now with Big Bad. I think it is. Oh. Uh. But yeah, so here is Lucas Monster's channel. Be sure to check him out. We'll have his YouTube channel as well as his Instagram um, tagged down below in the description. Mm-hmm. So feel free to check him out and let him know that 1313 sent you. So this has been the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. I'm not Jacob. I'm Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See you later.